Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about falling apart at the Home Depot? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How is your internet today? It's better than it was yesterday, (laughs) but the listeners don't know a thing about Uh, it. Long story short, and I feel this way all all the days, no matter what, fuck Spectrum. Yeah. Spectrum sucks, dude. (laughs) I used to love Spectrum. I hope they don't try to sponsor us. (laughs) Yeah, like they're going to try to sponsor us. I hate every internet service provider, to be fair. Like, I hate them all equally. They all... That's fair. All of them bad. Each one. It's fair. In their own special way. Let me take you to a good place. Let me take yeah. you to a good place. <laughs> Please. Okay. okay. Uh, so, by the way, I am doing phenomenal. Okay. Here's it's good to hear. Why. Well, first of all, you're listening to this Monday, the 23rd. Hello, you people in the future you, on the 23rd. You better be listening to this on the 23rd. Who are you if you're not? Get it together. <laughs> if you're not, I'm sorry that you were late to this day. <laughs> but... We are recording this on the day of our Lord, Spider-Man 2 day. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so one that, two, and you guys have to wait for next week's pre-ramble. I am sorry, because we already did a pre-ramble. This week got weird. But all you need to know is I watched a Digital Foundry video, because I love Digital Foundry. They fucking mm-hmm. sold me on HDR, made me believe it was real, taught me all about ray tracing <laughs> and all that shit, you know. They rock and roll all night long. Sweet Susie. They did their review of uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, right? Okay. I just wanted to know, you know, is it running at a smooth 60 frames because they do that kind of stuff? What resolution is it hitting? Docked or undocked on the Switch? All that good stuff, right? Yeah. The video's fine. It's very, very, very normal. But the guy went hard. Okay. He was talking about the animation and why okay. it feels so much better, even though the like the frames and stuff all match up to the previous new Super Mario Brothers games. He's like, how come everything feels so the same, yet this feels so much better? Okay. And it was all about the momentum and simply how they frame the character. So I don't know if you've seen this, but like when Mario's standing on the screen, he's like three-quarter view, right? Interesting. And when he runs, he's running at this three-quarter view thing. But if you were to look at the model, like from the front, his Mm -hmm. face is completely mushed over to just one side of his face. Oh, no. (laughs) But that's like the squash and stretch to make it look right to us, the viewer. Kind of like, you know animation style shit right like when an anime character turns their face and their mouth is on the side of their head but their profile oh, yeah. is like full oh, yeah. straight on their mouth is totally way over here but it's that's so just bizarre. because it it gives the correct look you know what i mean yeah that kind of shit 
So right. they were talking about that, and I was like, fascinating, very interesting, right? And then he goes, but another reason why this game is so great, they nailed the music. Okay, I mean, it's a Mario game, duh, right? He was like, let me tell you why previous Mario games lacked in this. Okay. Right? So he compares, like... Super Nintendo Mario to Wii U Mario to this game now. Okay. Listen to next week's pre-ramble because we're going to listen to this music and I'm going to tell you why I bought that game today. Oh, damn. All right. Literally heard the music and said, I'm buying that motherfucking game today. That's how good that music was. Wow. So uh, Taylor had traded in her Fitbit because it got broken. Oh. And they were like, yeah, we can't fix it, but we can just like give you money and then you could just like buy a new one instead right so okay. we're like yeah okay and um we haven't used that yet so she was like do i really need a watch or do i just need mario wonder and i was like well <laughs> listen to this music and she was like where's that gift card i'm buying that on the way home <laughs> okay so we have mario wonder now nice solely for the music granted everything else will be great but that music I can't wait to blow your mind, Kelsey. Can't wait to blow your mind. I hope they release a vinyl of it because I oh. think that Mario has like, yeah, an untapped pool of what amazing oh, vinyls they can produce. Nintendo, why are you so stingy with your music? You know that I they know. like, like uh, cease and desist people on YouTube all the time for having the right. music on there. Yeah. There's nowhere else to have it. Fucking Nintendo. If it were on Spotify, I'd buy Spotify, but it's not. They want you to buy their games. But I want to listen to the music. Yeah, I'm just going to put the game on and jam. Most games don't have, uh, what do you call it? The, like the sound mode anymore. You can't go to options and just go listen to all the music like you used to. That would to. be cool, though, wouldn't it? I, I miss yes. those days. <laughs> I, think, I think Metroid Dread did that, actually. Good. I'm not sure. Metroid's got solid music, too. Nintendo, you have arguably some of the best music around. Share yeah. that shit. We Share want it. it. We crave it. I need it. But besides that, that wasn't even a point of the show until I, my mind got blown this morning. So anyway. Okay. Mario Brothers Wonder, look out for the pre-ramble next week whenever it drops. You're going to hear some banging tunes. It's phenomenal. Noise. Are you ready to go ahead and crack into it now before we like get into yes, the show? Yes, please. Let's do I am it. thirsty. Okay. I am cracking with you another Guinness. It's Guinea time. Oh, yeah, you know it. I love that whole pop and fizz. Ready yes, for that pop and fizz? Pop and fizz. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. I'm scared every time I open one of these now. <laughs> like, is there going to just be Mine didn't go crazy. Yours didn't, didn't either. either this time. All right, you ready? Okay, 45 degrees. Yep, 45 degrees. Here we go. Boosh. Well, yeah. But then when I get there, I'm going to go just a hard top pour. This glass is significantly smaller than my last one. Oh, I got uh, no head. It's so small. I always have the Dragon Ball one, and it fits just to the top of the foam, man. Okay. I'm working with half wow, the foam over here. Man. I'm robbed. Oh, hang on, hang on. You ready? Let me see if I can pick this up and then spill it. What do I got here? Can you see? I have like a quarter inch, man. Yeah. What's with the tiny baby foams? <laughs> it's, not, it's not nice. Both of ours popped the same way too. Like it didn't, because normally the foam starts to rise out of the can as soon as you pop it. 
Yeah. That, that didn't happen. Oh, wait. Wait. Motherfucking weather. It's growing. It's oh, like. Look at that. Like half now. Half now. No, mine's getting smaller. Oh, that's bad. You're stealing mine. <laughs> getting the foam. My energies. So anyway, I'm going to get a sip real quick. And then many a moon ago, I brought you Primal. Right? Uh-huh. Weird animation. I'm bringing you weird animation tonight yet again. Hell yes. Okay. That is... D- is yours bad? I just put too much Ribena in it. Oh, yeah. That's bad. <laughs> it's like getting me behind the jaw. Oh, oh yeah. The tart. The tartness. <sighs> the tart jaw, they call it. <laughs> or at least I call it that sometimes. I will never call it anything else ever again. You just need to like writhe in pain somewhere one day. Just, oh! The <laughs> okay let me give you the story okay i got a story and then it turned into research which turned into obsession hell yeah that's the best a little bit it did okay i got a trailer on youtube right and i was okay. like eh, okay what's you know what's what's the deal with this thing so I'm going to share my screen with you. Okay. Yes, please. This is cute. Is this? Hold on. This is Hold very up. Wet. Wet. It's very wet. <laughs> it's very zombie tramp. But okay. also like crossed with Steven Universe. I was hoping you might know something else, but we'll, we'll get there. Because okay. I think you know what this is because I kind of knew what it was. And we'll, we'll get into it with the story. Okay. okay. I just want to share. So this is a minute trailer, right? All right. Just watch this trailer. Let me know if you're intrigued. Okay. I meant at the style, like just the way that they move. Yeah. They're so angular. I, yeah. You should. But we'll see if you know it why I know it. Okay. But I feel like this is something we would definitely like. I mean, I, I like it already just because of the music here. <laughs> Is this like Danny Phantom? No. Whoa, what is this? <laughs> this is this is an adult cartoon, by the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's got lots of big names in it. Yeah, it sure does. Okay. It's called Why do I know what this is? It's called Has Been Hotel, okay? Yeah. It's gonna come out on Prime Video, I think okay. in twenty twenty four, right? It was a TikTok I got. I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, hey, that looks weirdly familiar to me. Yeah. By the way, I think if you get into this lady, this is your tipping point to going full fairy. Oh, no. (laughs) This is the thing that pushes Kelsey full blown into furdom. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Okay. So I was like. That looks real familiar because I remember this TikTok that was going around so much a while back. And I was very okay. curious. I wasn't sure what it was, but like I knew about it, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, why Why does it make me think of this? I feel like there was a music video with Kesha and she was like a fox girl or something. And it was all over what? TikTok. And I was like, what? What was that? So I looked that up, right? Okay. So I looked that up and I was like, oh, yeah, this is that TikTok thing that I found like a long time ago. Have you ever seen this? No, I haven't. You've never seen this. (laughs) No. (laughs) 
I'm going to show you just a little bit of it for the animation, right? Okay, so this is like, what if Kesha was a furry? Kind this of. so cute. I love Kesha. Okay, but that's not her, though. It's not? I'm going to tell you some shit. Okay. But what do you think so far, though? I like it. It's pretty. Isn't it very just like, I want to look at more of these things? Yes. The animation really just like pulls you in. Yeah. It's I can see what you mean about fucking furry dumb here. This is Oh yeah. One thousand percent furry. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's enough, right? Okay. Yeah, what am I looking at? Okay. So here we go. I was like, okay, it is this thing. What is this thing then? Because it's clearly related. Alright? So now yeah. we get into research mode. Okay. <laughs> I go deep seated research mode. This lady is named Vivzy Pop. Okay. Vivzy Pop. Okay. I thought it was Vizzy Pop, which I do like better. Sorry, Vivzy Pop, <laughs> if you ever listen, but the V snuck up on me and I'm not used to it now and I got to get used to it. <laughs> so it's Vivzy Pop because I even wrote Vivzy. in our topics Vizzy Pop. If yeah. you look, yeah, I fucked it up. Which I was excited to hear about a brand new soda. <laughs> okay. So, this is Vivian. She animates stuff. She made a pilot for a show called Has Been Hotel four years ago in 2019, right? Okay. The internet loved it. Fucking ate that shit up. Okay. Boom. Popular on Patreon. Shit's getting real. I'm going to make a different show because Hasbin's not going where I want quite yet. So to flesh out my world, here's a show called Hell of a Boss, right? Okay. Boom. Full-blown season of a show called Hell of a Boss. There's actually two seasons of that show on YouTube. This is a YouTube-only thing, right? Wow. So now here we are four years later and that Hasbin Hotel that had a pilot in 2019 is getting a Amazon Prime actual show. You know Dang. I like when people just do what they want to do and they get fucking rewarded for it. Yeah, and this has like a like a all-star cast. Like that's yeah. just suddenly up and coming. That's very cool. Oh, what was that you said? It looks also kind of familiar. Not maybe Danny Phantom, maybe um Invader Zim perhaps. Okay. <laughs> Because Invader Zim is in the motherfucking show. The guy who voices Zim is in the show. Oh my god. Amazing. He plays this guy right here, right? This is Moxie. Fucking love Moxie. There's a whole love thing in this that would you eat you up, my bro? Okay. (laughs) I'm like real obsessed with Vivzy Pop and Hell of a Boss. It's fucking so good, dude. Also, Ferdin Alert. Ding, 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 ding. It's kind of a monster fucker show. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay i'm into that because they're all demons and different creatures in hell and there's like love triangles and all this other shit there's a lot going on all right it's got norman Reedus in it it's got what? you know who has the most cameo appearances in all the seasons tell me jinx monsoon oh my god why don't we know about this show i don't know i don't know i don't know what's wrong with us so Vivzy Pop, now. yeah, I'm fully in love with you, Vivzy Pop. Your art yeah, we're here. is so infectious, dude. <laughs> I can't, I can't stop with it. 
I've watched season one of the show because it's only eight shows twice because okay. I watched it alone. And then I was like, let me show Taylor the pilot. And then we watched all eight again because so she was like, like 11 minute good. shows. Yeah. Quick 11 minute Steven Universal length episodes. Nice. Let me tell you when I got one over again, going back to Mario. It's music, man. Okay. She's all about music. And I thought this was funny because they work at a place called like imp headquarters or something. Okay. And so I, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, they are imps. That's their, that's their creature that they are. They're right? all so cute. The animation is also so fucking smooth. That's, you know, yeah. that's what hits me. It's the smooth. When that person turned their head and the horns like <laughs> changed angle. That was Ugh, really cool. I know. It's so... Every, like, pose is so exaggerated. Yeah, that you the can't help squash factor. Fuck. Oh, it's just so good. It's good animation, right? Yeah, I like this. Okay, so, of course, I get one over because the boss of this company, um, he's all like, we should do, like, a musical commercial. And he's like, you've done that already. Don't you remember? And so they play this music commercial that they had, right? Okay. And I was so immediately drawn into the show. I would like to play you just this commercial that they have. Okay. So, <laughs> horrible language in the show. Also, plus for me. His sure. name is, his, his name is Blitzo. B-L-I-T-Z-O. Oh. But he goes <laughs> but by Blitz, so the O is silent. And you don't okay. know that until you see his name written out somewhere later. Because I was like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? Bloitz. But there's a whole thing. He like changed his name and all this stuff. Plus, okay. I love what their business model is. Let me just play you this. When you want somebody gone and you don't know <laughs> what you love, the immediate murder professionals and grenade or cyanide will make it look like suicide. The immediate murder professionals. We do our job so well because we come straight up from hell. Oh my God. We'll kill your husband or your wife. We'll even let you keep the knife with the immediate. <laughs> we'll even let you keep the knife. So anyway, then they accidentally shoot this kid instead, and then it just stops and goes into the whole rest of the show. That's t- two Amazing. minutes into the show. I saw quite the hearty guffaw. Yes. I assume this is working for you. Oh, yeah. I would love to watch this. Okay. I have still only seen ep- season one of this. I didn't watch the pilot for Has Been Hotel because I was like, well, it was just a pilot and it didn't happen and the real show is going to happen. So I'll dig into that in 2024 when it's going to happen. I don't want to get too excited about it and I got to wait, you know. Mm -hmm. But Hell of a Boss has two seasons. Let me tell you this shit. It's funny. So fucking funny. Last show. Cried so hard. Fucking (laughs) ripped my soul out. It was so sad. And I was like, what is this show? It's so good. Vivzy Pop also just has other videos of like concept videos she's made. She's like submitted videos for like, you know, like award season shit. Just like different things she's done. And the animation's always just so good. Yeah. Like so, she's obviously inspired by like the, the cartoons of the 90s. This has oh, Dexter's yeah. Lab written all over it. Oh like, my God. Look yeah. at this nurse here. So actually a big um, thing for her is Kesha. She loves Kesha, and that's part of her style as well. So you may remember, because she went viral several years ago, she did a fan-made music video of, I think it's like Die Young or something. 
You did go hard research mode, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I did, man. So I don't know if you've ever seen this. I'm not going to like play the whole thing. It'll play in the background. You can look at it. But like, okay. she did this all on her own, just like for fun. This is before like all the other shit happened. Cute. She just has like such Why am a I getting style. Cats don't dance vibes. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, actually, something happened in one of the shows, and I was like, "Does she like cats don't dance?" <laughs> <laughs> like, she's all about animals and creatures. There's no people, really. No people. Okay. All the people look fucking weird, though. Because I think she prefers the creatures, you know? Yeah. But, like, this was just a thing she did. But anyway, two seasons of Hell of a Boss come out. Then she gets Kesha on her fucking show. Because Kesha was in that episode where that song gets sung that I showed you, right? That's so cool. But her studio refused to let her vocals be in the show. Why? So while while her speaking voice is there and she wrote that song, she had Ugh. to let a backup singer do the actual vocals that's in the episode. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Uh, man, the music industry is so fucked up. I feel bad for Kesha just for all the shit that she's been through. I know. So I was telling Taylor about all this and I was like, I've always liked Kesha. So we went on a whole Kesha binge and we're listening to a whole bunch of songs and stuff. Nice. And I was like. Actually, listening to just her music, I see the same feeling and vibe in all of her artwork. Like, she really was just, like, inspired by Kesha's existence. She just loves that woman as a whole. That's so cool. Isn't that crazy? Vivzy Pop, you guys got to get on it. She's fucking neat. I'll tag her uh, YouTube channel in the show notes and stuff. I'm not going to tag episodes. You guys can dig around and watch your own stuff. But it's giving me zombie tramp vibes, not in the art so much, but more in the fact of like, here's a here's a person that's making just what they wanted to make. And the people are really digging it. And now it's going to finally be successful for them. You yeah, know? that's cool as shit. Because she's been on Patreon kind of for years and all yeah. of the hell of a boss shows. It says like made by the patrons funding and stuff like that's so cool. Like. They made that happen for her. And I can't wait yeah. to fucking become a patron and give this lady money. I can't fucking wait. Yeah. She's she's cool. I'm glad uh, I could bring this to you. What do I get to make my own fursona? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Plus, the way there's just, like, random voices. I was like, dude, man, Yimto can be voices. We don't got to get paid, man. <laughs> I, I can be an imp with a foul fucking mouth. I can do that. I want to do that. <laughs> I can do that for you. So anyway, she's for you. she's very interesting. I just thought you might like it. You did, so that makes me very happy. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Well, in in the way of TV, I've been uh, binging a series. Okay. So I was like, let's just start it, see where it goes, and we watched the whole thing in two days. Ew, like, <laughs> let's just start it. Yeah, right. You've let's been dying for this. I know. So we wanted to let the entire series come out so we could just like watch it in a solid block, you know, or watch it yeah. like over the course of a week, episode by episode. Yeah. And no, we're just like, let's just watch it right now. So Richard and I watched Ahsoka this past weekend. Okay. And it was awesome. It Can was- I say that's all I've heard about it? Okay, good. I have been staying away from the internet about it because this show is. Well, it's a Star very- Wars show. <laughs> It's a Star Wars show, and it's also very, like, female power. There's okay, yeah. 
it's all women characters and it's just like all oh. their stories. It's okay. amazing. It's so good. So it stars, okay. of course, Ahsoka. And then we have um, Sabine Wren from Rebels okay. and Hera also from Rebels. And uh, just like the, they're trying to go back and save Ezra because he went to like time whale jail. Oh. So, oh, you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the plot of the story, but I don't want to talk about the plot. I want to talk about like the vibes that this show brings because, okay. Star Wars to me lately has just been like, what are some cool big fights that we can have? Which like, yeah, that has its place. You know, Mandalorian, I like to see him fight big animals yeah. and big monsters and stuff. Which I will but, say when we were seeing the new, what are, what do they call it? The Disney trilogy, I guess, whatever uh -huh. the new movies are. I remember every time I'd be in the theater, even if I wasn't enjoying the movie per se, I'd be mm -hmm. like, Star Wars has unmatched fight scenes, though. Fucking really every do. dog fight, every <laughs> sort, no matter what type of battle is occurring, they are the top of making it awesome. Let me fucking tell you one of the cool <laughs> things I did this season. Fucking tell you. Fucking tell you. Ahsoka puts on a little spacesuit, and first of all, I literally burst into tears because the spacesuit has like little socks for her head tails, and I was oh, beside myself. Cute. How cute it was. <laughs> okay. She gets a little spacesuit on, goes out into space, stands on the plane, and has a lightsaber fight with a fucking like Tie Fighter or some shit that's going by her. She fights a ship with Dude. a sword, Robert. <laughs> I mean, was... she's Ahsoka. Of oh course she God. did. Ahsoka is the most insane person to ever be in Star Wars. She literally jumped out of a plane in the Clone Wars and jumped on like six planes Dude, on the way down. It's the only the thing I think of. Planet. Like, okay, so my Roman Empire of Star Wars is that <laughs> okay. scene. Oh, no, yes. I think about that scene all the time. I think about it daily. Like, why did they ever do that? Because it was child. so dope. It was because she could. Cool. Because she could. That's so exactly question what it was. Then. So question. Okay. Yes. With these feats that she keeps having. Yes. Is she the most powerful Jedi, do you think? Is <sighs> She's she, up there, man. Is she an Anakin Skywalker? Because a lot of people... I know you didn't play Force Unleashed, the whole Starkiller shit. No, I didn't. A lot of people say he's the most powerful because he literally ripped a starship from the sky with just the Force in his hand. Yeah, that's pretty dope, insane. But like... That's game shit, so I don't count it, you know? Yeah. Like, would you say she's she's better than anyone else on screen? I I mean, she's up there. I, I don't want to rank the Jedi. I think they're all cool in their own ways. <laughs> I mean, Anakin's... Oh, she's my top, especially from the plane thing. Like, when that yeah, happened, I, mean... I was like, unmatched. Finally, unseated Qui-Gon Jinn is my top Jedi. <laughs> as far as, like, energy goes, Ahsoka has the most fucking gumption of anybody that is, True. is exists in star Wars. So okay. got to give that to her. Um, one thing that I was nervous about going into this, we only saw like a little brief glimpse of Ahsoka in the last season of the Mandalorian. Okay. And I didn't like the performance. I was like, Oh no. Cause Rosario Dawson didn't bring like energy to Ahsoka. And that's all I think of when I think about Ahsoka is that she's like, she's, going to fuck you up she's there to like be sassy and just make everything yeah. a problem <laughs> so <laughs> okay. i i didn't catch that from ahsoka's presence in the mandalorian so going into this i was kind of wary but then rosario just fucking brings it to the table and yeah. cracks it wide open so it was it was I awesome mean, it was just a cameo so they were probably she was on set for like 10 minutes and they were like hey put this makeup on say a line beat it you know yeah 
So I was really excited to see this. And I the reason I love Rebels so much is because it goes into like the mythos of Star Wars that you don't get to see a whole lot. So okay. there's like the magic behind the scenes. Like everyone knows like the forest is all around us and it lives in everything and the trees. And you don't get to see people <laughs> use that a lot. They're always just like, I have a lightsaber and I'm going to use that. Yeah. And yeah, that's valid. But at the same time, I want to see more interaction with the magic of the force and what it can do. All the different properties that you can play with. I mean, so that's it like is... that's like Kanan. Yes. And that dude in the desert, right? In the beginning yeah. of that one season, like that weird shit where that guy was like so fucking yes. ancient or whatever. Yes. Okay, I yeah. It. It's so good. I love ancient Jedi temple shit. Like, give me the old languages and the magic and just like the what happened here kind of a stuff. I yeah. I can't get enough of it. And I also, <laughs> <laughs> I can't get enough precisely. of, uh, precisely <laughs> the, just the, the whole, the vibe of the series hit on point. It was so good. And there were just like little nods to people that watched rebels. I don't think that if you, I, I will say, if you haven't watched rebels, if you watch this show, you're going to be like, who are all these people? And why should I care about them? Because they just operate on the assumption. Like you have seen rebels, obviously like yeah. this is Sabine. You guys know that. And then I'll go into details on who these characters are, why you need to care about them. So watch Rebels if you're going to watch Ahsoka and yeah. watch Clone Wars if you're going to watch Rebels. Like it's a lot of homework to get into, but you gotta. I want to watch Ahsoka with Taylor because I want her to love Ahsoka. Yeah. But I want her to have watched Rebels to love Ahsoka. She needs to watch Rebels first. It's required watching. But fuck, you're right. Because you can't really love her bit in rebels without loving all of her from clone wars yeah you have to ahsoka has such a tragic beautiful character arc and they play up on that too in her series like they they talk about it and they just they make allusions to it in ways that like people who know what ahsoka has been through will be like fuck yes yeah so i think I mean, this show is a love letter to Ahsoka fans, and I'm really, really happy that it was that way. I was so worried about it. I was, uh, okay. it was giving me a tummy ache, tummy ache that I hadn't watched it because I was like, I love Ahsoka so much, and I don't want to get my feelings hurt. But I really, really enjoyed it. Just a side note, because I know we like to do this sometimes when it happens, but we mm -hmm. did cover Clone Wars and Rebels in a uh, in a one of our high tier Patreon reviews that we did so yes. if you are in that but you haven't seen it go on the backlog and check that out because kelsey gave me homework and i'm very glad that she did i have never quite enjoyed two sh like man i don't know those two shows were special yeah there's something really about them that is because i mean we've said before i like star wars mm -hmm. but i love those two shows those shows yes. were like I mean, they're just they're just up there. They're fucking phenomenal. You don't have to be so Star Wars. Oh, I love Star Wars, because it's yeah, it's not even the Star Warsness that's so good about it. Right. It's it's the characters. It's the deep dive. The little magnifying glass that you could put on somebody. The like, it's just, just like good watching a so or the one where like they're just the little kids and they have to go into the temple and yes. like pass their training and get their crystals. I think about mm -hmm. that one a lot too. Yeah, there's just so many little moments in that show that they kind of sprinkle into the other media that you, have, yeah. if you've watched those, you can see that and be like, I know that guy. It's just, uh, Rebels is... Do I want to watch is, Clone Wars and Rebels again? 
Uh, yeah, I might want to actually after Maybe. watching Ahsoka. <laughs> like, so my favorite Star Wars movie is Rogue One, which a lot of people are like, okay. nah, boo. I don't and know my why. Favorite, That's yeah, a great no. movie. <laughs> it's the greatest movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my favorite piece of Star Wars media is Rebels. Like, yeah. even after watching Ahsoka and everything, Rebels still takes the cake for me. Like, it is, if you haven't watched it and you are a Star Wars fan, if you're even mildly interested in Star Wars, Clone Wars and Rebels is a great place to start because it is very... Dude. Just even, walk you in. Yeah. Even as just a show. Like, yeah. Not even a Star Wars show. Just as a show being laid out. It's a flawlessly executed show. Because it... Dude, the end of Rebels having a fucking yep. full metal conclusive ending shit <gasps> is yeah. so good. I and love... Just like... No, it ended. Yeah. And it was and it, perfect. It's a fucking gut punch. But Ahsoka does pick up immediately after rebels so uh, not, not Ooh, immediately but it's still, like a 10-year gap but like it picks though. up that storyline okay you will like us i mean i mean i'm into it but i want taylor to watch it and i want her to fucking get down on it which means i gotta watch <laughs> you know <laughs> what, like 70 10, hours 10 seasons TV of tv <laughs> yeah yeah Ugh. but like i didn't hate my time watching those yeah i would a good time i would totally watch those with her well, Go good. I'm, I'm glad that you gave it such a glowing review. Because, I mean, the, the fact that the internet did is one thing. Because they just want to yeah. hate everything. I know. Especially Ahsoka. Yeah. But, I mean, you're my Star Wars review. Like, if you say it's good, I'm, I'm happy. You know? So. Yeah. Good. It's good. Two that thumbs makes me up happy. For me. Um, okay. So, I'm going to do a, a hard transition here. So, <laughs> Ahsoka, oh, a TV series this. that I loved watching... Uh, uh-huh. now let's talk about a series that I haven't watched and I'm okay. hating it anyway. So I'm going to talk about Love is Blind very briefly. <laughs> okay. I haven't watched any of it. I just heard like a brief thing on another podcast where people t- were talking about it. Only <laughs> for the, okay. So they did the pods. This one was in Houston, by the way. So another Texas. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay, man, well, I definitely don't want to watch it. <laughs> I did not know it was Houston. Yeah, so it's oh in Houston. Oh, my God. Okay. And uh, apparently the people on the pods were just, like, so fucking foul this year. It was not a good time. There were a lot of villains on the show. Yeah. And only two couples made it out of the pods for the first time ever. So, you want to know something? Yes, please. I've been getting updates on this really? season the whole time. I have God. someone that has been texting me the whole time because they still decided to watch it. <laughs> and all I was told was, this is the shittiest group of people that has ever been on this show. And they were like, there's only two couples. There's only two couples. Yeah. I, and then I think I they stopped, but I don't know. I want to watch it so bad. <laughs> just because I Kelsey, want the train please. wreck. Kelsey, but I please. can't support it. I can't. Like, I, I don't like what they did to their cast members. And with that veil pulled back, I can't, I can no longer in good conscience or even good fun watch the show knowing that they're all being like tortured. If I get it the way that I would get it, is that okay? Because your hard dollars didn't technically, <laughs> your, your view didn't go into it's uh, like, oh, people like this bucket, you know? Yeah, I don't. Oh, I'm not I watching this, know. by the way. Like, I'm not doing it. No, yeah. I told like, I you just, that I was out. 
It gives me out. a gross feeling in the pit of my stomach when I think about Love is Blind now, just thinking like they didn't give those people food or water or windows or clocks. Like, that's not good. The fact that you go, or windows, that's humo- Oh, that's so scary, dude. <laughs> I know. I did not know this was Houston. Yeah, no I didn't either until- No fucking wonder they sucked. I know, Texas people. I mean, I even said that we suck here in Dallas, but like, we know Houston's worse. God bless Texas. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like, from what I've heard, like, the backlash from, like, the live show last season and all that shit, like, it just, uh-huh. it's tanked the, like, production on it. Like, they're just not even trying yeah. now. Which, I wonder how long the show has left. I mean, between the lawsuit and the fact that the fans of it have just been, like, totally dunking on it. And are people still hate watching? I'm sure there's still a lot of people hate watching. That's what I want to know because, yeah, dude, look, shit. Uh, season five of Love Is Blind is among Netflix's top ten series worldwide during its premiere, and remained in the top ten the following week. So like, people it's still be watching. Still watched. I wish I had like like more hard concrete numbers, you know? Yeah. But like, I'm just not interested. No. I, I don't want to know. I don't want to see these people's faces. None of it. No. I'll just continue to get my trash and reality experience from Big Brother. I'm really enjoying that this season. So that's, that's filling fine. the hole. Good. Well, with that, would you like to stop and appreciate the fact that we do have windows? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go gaze at the window for a brief moment. I love my window. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'd like to share this photo with you. Did I lose you? If if this were an art photo, Heller, I would title it Tenzin and his circles. Because the man loves Robert? his circles. Fuck. God damn it. Well, I'm still recording. Discord is fucking shut down. We're having a night. Like the audio is shitting the bed. Are you there? I don't know what's going on. Oh, no. I'm about to text Robert a picture of my screen. Kelsey has left me. Kelsey's left me my own devices. I think it's Discord. Uh, I have nothing. Not even Spider-Man. I'm about to call him. I'm so worried Robert. now. She's gone. She's so gone. Hello. Hi. Hi. Discord shit the bed. Yeah, I saw that because I'm still in it. Are you? Yeah. Man, what the fuck? It's just telling me, like, did you know your servers are haunted? Yeah, that's uh, weird because I'm in it and I was like, are you going to say anything? I <laughs> and, and it, like, shows you offline right now. What the fuck? Yeah, it just, like, dropped me from the call entirely. This is a fun part of the pre-ramble. <laughs> this is exciting. You guys get to troubleshoot with us. I can't even get on the internet. What's happening? Is it me? Am I the problem? Am I the drama? I'm trying to is go to discordstatus.com and it's like, can't reach the site. Is your internet gone? Where's Richard? 
If you enjoyed that chaotic bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full bonus episode by going on over to patreon.com slash ymbtoap. That says Yimtope. And you can sign up there to be a patron. We love our patrons. They're our buddies, our friends, our pals. They're the heartbeat of the show. They make us want to be better, to do better. The patrons really are the driving force behind what gets this show going. They're the cough, the, the cough of cuppy we get in every morning. The cough of cuppy. There you go. <laughs> If you want to be the ultimate supporter, you can get yourself some Yimtope gear over at the Yimtope Barrel store. We got, I mean, it's fucking hot today. It's 90 today. Uh, I know. It was 60 yesterday. So get you a hoodie and a sweatshirt or, and a tank top. Just just in case. <laughs> Layer up, y'all. <laughs> what a the weird order. Yeah. <laughs> the link to the shop lives in the show notes. Check it out there. Thank you, of course, to all of our supporters, whether you support us monetarily or just listenarily. We love you all the same. Now let's get you back to your regularly scheduled content. I want to attack one of our listeners. Okay. For having <laughs> personally horrible taste in movies. Put them on blast. Who is I'm it? about to. Um, oh, it's Ferdin. <laughs> because. Okay. Blast his ass. So I was watching a video of like insane twists of like horror movies right okay and i was like okay and it kind of sucks that that's how i came across it but it just made me all the more intrigued okay but malignant was on there and remember when that came out like people didn't seem to like it it was weird yeah. nobody liked so it ferdin really didn't like it it was advertised like as a horror movie when it's supposed to be like a camp movie right it's kind of yeah. funny Okay. Silly, goofy movie. I saw it. Where was the camp in that movie? It did not, it not do camping? that. No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't get that. I think the twist is just so wild that people were like, fuck that. I'm not into okay. it. Right? Yeah. And it sucks that I knew the twist before I watched it. But the twist is why I was like, see, I did want to see that movie. And then I watched it and it was Man. phenomenal. I knew okay. I should have seen this fucking movie. Well, spoil it for me because I I'm not going to see oh, it because I'm spoiling it's been so it. Yeah, because I mean it's like two years old and people yeah, don't like it, so fuck fuck it, you know. Fuck it, dude. You ready? Yeah. Okay. So the whole thing, and it makes so like that's what I hate is like because I knew the twist, I could see everything about that twist coming. Fuck. So it like choreographed it for you. We, well, I mean, the video that I watched was like, this is what it is. And I was like, that's what that movie's about? I want to see that, you know? Yeah. And then I can see all the clues. There's so many fucking clues. So, like, you're but holding you would, a loaf of bread and you're seeing breadcrumbs. Yeah. You would never know. Like, you literally would never piece it together, though. Huh. Okay. Because it's so insane. You would be, like, impossible. <laughs> okay. Not impossible. Unpossible. Okay. So it's about a lady. Okay. Uh, so it's about this girl. She, um, I'm not going to do the trigger warning stuff. There's like some hardcore, like, uh, what is it? Domestic disturbance Domestic stuff. Violence. Like, yeah, like right at Ooh. the beginning. Yikes. But so the premise is something happens in her house and her husband gets murdered. That's not the domestic okay. violence part, actually. <laughs> <laughs> husband gets murdered, ran into my knife. So she, uh, he gets murdered and the cops are like, well, what happened? And they like kind of write her off that she didn't do it. Right. But then they're like, okay. she's the only one that makes sense. But like all the clues say no. 
So weird. We don't know what to do. And then randomly, all of a sudden, she starts having dreams and nightmares about other murders. Cool. And she's like seeing them happen. And then she goes and tells people and then they have occurred. Shit. All but right. like she has alibis for where she is. So like it's not her, but she's connected with like the husband's murder. And then she's telling us about these murders. Like what is happening? How does she know these things? Yeah. Right. Yeah, spooky. And then you get like snippets of like the person that's doing the murders, like prepping for new murders. And like they have somebody like held hostage somewhere. And you're like, man, what is going on? Like it's getting weird. Right. Okay. And then, bam, all of a sudden, right there at the fucking end, it turns out she was um, given up for adoption when she was little. The, like, main oh. girl, right? Hang on. And twin is doing the murders? Yeah. Okay, cool. But with her body. What? Because she had a malignant tumor type thing. Malignant, oh, right? Oh, my God. What? The entire body back of her head and body is a fucking dude like this right just fucking a whole person oh god okay and they cut him out and off of her at the beginning but we don't know what's going on we just know that they're doing surgery on a on a on a person right so she knows he's back there right no she doesn't what the fuck do you watch your hair no she got like amnesia and then like it like it like healed, but he's his his face cracks out of the back of her skull when he takes over. I told you. It's like <laughs> bananas. No. Like like it's so it's so impossible. <laughs> it's very Voldemort. Yeah, but here's the thing. When he does it, right? Her arms turn backwards and he walks her Ooh. entire body backwards. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> Which is why the killer looks so weird. But when I was watching it and I already knew this was what was happening, you can see mm-hmm. that this person's backwards the whole time. Gross. Like even the fingers on her hands like like go backwards and they grab things backwards. Horrible. Can I just like show you some of it? It's yeah, weird. Please. I want to see. Um, I forgot his name. So hang on. Malignant twist let's just see if uh yeah here the tumor scene let me show you this and then i'll show you like when she because then she goes on like a kingsman like church rampage okay you remember that scene right like the best part of that movie i can't forget okay she does that backwards in this movie (laughs) it's the best movie like this is what i want from movies like, this is exactly <laughs> what I want. Okay? I'll do slight stuff. Okay, so, like, this is the brother. Gross. I told How you. How did you get to adulthood with that thing on it? She's, like, 13 or something. I don't know. It's a whole thing. <laughs> and he has, like, psychic powers or some shit. Okay. Oh, and it's a big sister movie. So, like, this is her adopted sister. And the brother that's malignant inside of her hates the mm-hmm. sister because he's like, you're not her blood. So I'm, I, I like want to kill you and all this wild stuff. Right. All right. So she's currently in jail at the moment because of stuff that happens. And she goes crazy on these people because he just wakes up. Okay. Is she in pr- okay. So she's in yeah. prison here. Yeah. She's in this cell. Right. 
fabulous disco prison. Oh, come on. oh no, they cut yes. the movie right is. there. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. She goes absolutely crazy, right? So okay. this is the guy that made the Insidious movies and the Conjuring movies. <laughs> this is so gross. He's it popping is gross. Out of the- oh. Look, her skull breaks, right? <laughs> yeah, this is all practical too. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh and man, then, that's cool actually. And then let, let me make a this big. This like corner. random black exploitation character. What's going oh, on? Oh, dude, I know it's a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then, right? Joe right? Dirt's there. Here we go. He turns her off. He takes control. <laughs> and then, check this out though. I love the backwards thing. I think it's so different. Like, yeah. when have you ever thought that this would be what the fucking movie's about? Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think this is peak horror shit, man. Because I would have loved to have seen this yes! in the theater. <laughs> like, she just goes, well, he goes <laughs> on a rampage. And this for some so reason, weird. it's just abnormally strong. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. Look at that. Oh, my God. Punches a hole through her tummy. This is the best movie. I (laughs) had the most fun watching this movie. Oh, my God. This is so much. (laughs) 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 I love it so much. She's like doing backbends and shit. Oh, my God. So the actress they hired for this, is she doing all that? I think so. Yeah. It gives like... (laughs) Like Megan walking vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whoa. She's punching her eyes out from behind her. Yeah. Oh my God. She's just like asleep. That's nuts. This is the most insane twist and insane thing to be happening. And I am so about it. I, I, yeah. I was here for that. Man, what an incredible movie. I know. How could you not see that be the twist and then go yes this is yeah that's how i felt about barbarian like so impossible i love it you know yes oh man that like class of horror movie (sighs) needs a name like see camp is where you go because it's like huh it's like it's like outlandish right yeah but like it's more than that because camp is like we're being dumb for funny sake. But this isn't being yeah. dumb for funny. Like, it's just so off the wall. Yeah, completely left field unexpected stuff. Like, it is fun. Because, like, you laughed the whole scene. Yes. <laughs> Which I did, too. But, like, it wasn't because it was ha-ha funny. It was, just, like, the sheer ridiculousness that that's where yes. we went. And they just went in. They, they just went for it. Full ham, like it's they went. Beautiful, I love it. It was a chef's kiss of a movie. I loved it so much. Was the rest of the movie scary? I mean, like, was it spooky, creepy? It's a mystery. Like, okay. because it's like, well, what's happening? Who is committing these murders? Who's the people we we are seeing that are kidnapped and tied up somewhere with the killer? Who is the killer? What do they have to do with this lady and the other people murdered? Like, yeah, you're really trying to figure it out. So it's not like tense like oh i'm scared like oh i got spooked it's it's more like thrillerish mystery what is happening and then it just goes absurd and yeah. i'm like yeah <laughs> give me that lay it on me man 
You know whose opinion I desperately crave for this? Okay. I want to know what Olivia thinks about this. Olivia, if you're listening, please write in. (laughs) I want to know what you think about Malignant. I loved it, man. And it's because I I saw the twist because I'd always heard it was shitty. I'd always heard it was sucked. It was just bad, right? Yeah. And then I saw the twist on that video because I was like, well, I'll never watch it because it sucked, right? Right. Then I learned the twist and I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch that. And I watched it that <laughs> like, same day. I have to watch it. Yeah. Like, how was I not going to watch a movie about a tumor that takes over your body backwards? That's, yes. Yeah. That's precisely That's right. what I want in life. Precisely. I mean, not for me. I don't want that. But No, I don't want that. I want in a to movie. watch it happen oh, to yeah. somebody else. Super solid. So I know that you've like kind of seen some shit, but it's still worth just watching what happens and then like the whole sister bond thing super sweet like it's it's just a good movie i really liked it okay i loved it it's a yim top 10 it is a yim top 10 like i yeah i i stand by this movie Ferdin, you're wrong all right it's phenomenal good shit uh i watched a movie recently that like okay i'm neither here nor there on but i wanted to tell you about it okay so it's a movie called the guilty have you heard of it no you'll probably recognize it when i start to tell you about it so it's you know the like genre of film where they're like let's take jake gyllenhaal shave his head and give him ptsd yeah i've seen stuff about this movie (laughs) okay it's one of those movies so i'm like i definitely know about him with a shaved head but that's a lot of his movies maybe (laughs) i'm thinking of of jarhead movies or brother or whatever yeah i mean he's got a bunch of movies where he's just like a shaved war torn man but okay Anyway, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, you know, I, I, you know, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I'll watch anything this dude, man does. Everyone loves Jake Gyllenhaal. How could you not? Was baby blues. He's a good dude. He's got the perfect face. Um, so Jake Gyllenhaal is basically a cop who, for whatever reason, it's, it's a mystery in this way. So the reason I came across okay. this movie is like, I wanted to watch a mystery and Richard was like, well, this one with Jake Gyllenhaal. And I was like, say no more. <laughs> so we watched okay. it. Um, it's a mystery in the sense that like, you don't have a full sense of what's going on, but you know that this guy is a 911 operator and he's doing this because he was like a, a cop out on the streets, but you don't know like why he's no longer on the streets. 911 so, operator movies are intense. Yeah, dude, that is the word I would use to describe this movie is intense. It felt almost like a safety movie at points because oh, it's okay. Like it, it just continues to ratchet up. So oh, what happens to this guy? Selling me selling yeah it's i think you'd enjoy it so it it starts out with him like just being on 911 calls whatever and then he gets one where the woman he's just like hi sweetie and he's like you've called 911 and she's like don't hang up how are you oh shit (laughs) Yeah. yeah so uh he has to like figure out what the hell's going on with her and you find out that she's been like kidnapped by her husband and they have to leave their like two kids at home and maybe one of the kids is hurt or something. So it's like the whole, when you call to, and like, say you're ordering a pizza. Exactly. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just like asking her yes or no questions. So she can say, you know, yes or no and not arise suspicions or anything, but you can hear the guy in the ba- background being like, hang up, hang up. You've had enough time. You guys can't see us, but like I'm on the edge of my seat staring at Kelsey <laughs> telling me this plot. I'm like, tell me more. Yes. So it's also a little bit of a bottle movie in the way that like you are only 
on the phone with Jake Gyllenhaal. Like that's Ooh. that's the whole movie. You're just like oh. close shots of Jake Gyllenhaal's face and him like reacting to shit and him like researching because the, the call ends. It didn't get okay. any information other than like it's a white van. So he has to like call California Highway Patrol and be like, you're looking for a white van. But there's also fires happening because it's California. So they have like really limited resources. And it just like he's trying to find this person and figure out what the hell is going on. Why is she being kidnapped? What happened? And then at the same time, like dealing with his own personal shit because his wife keeps calling his cell phone and he keeps picking it up and like having to end the calls and stuff. And oh, it's just it's a lot. No, it sounds I, I so good. <laughs> Yeah, it's really, really good. The one the one hanging point I have for it is it is just like blatant copaganda. <laughs> and it was released oh. on September 11th. So okay. I'm like, okay, they're trying something with this movie. But I don't know, man. I really enjoyed it. And it's also got like big voices. I was looking up who the voices are because, I mean, it's, it's just Jake Gyllenhaal and like a couple of 911 operators in the room. But then he's got these people on the phone. Okay. And fucking Paul Dano is one of these people apparently okay and peter sarsgaard like there's a lot of there's a lot of voices here ethan hogg is involved somehow man i wish i was trying to see if i could get like a budget because i'm like you're only really paying for voices and you're just in one place you know like yeah that would have to be kind of cheap you'd think you know i would think so yeah and i i think this is actually a netflix movie like it was made by Netflix for Netflix. It looks like it's a remake of a Dutch, a Danish thriller. Oh, interesting. It's a Danish thriller called The Guilty. And Netflix bought the rights and then they like remade it. Interesting. All right. Okay. Dude, um, they filmed it in 11 days. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I don't think yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal slept for a single one of those days. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Very neat. Yeah, yeah I it's a cool would one. Like to see this. What is the length of this movie? Because um, 90 minutes. Yeah, okay. I, I never once felt like this movie ran a minute too long. So okay. that's exactly why. Did you see the Halle Berry movie? It's like this. I think it's called The Call. I think I did. There was a kind of a, a vein of movies that came out, like right around the time that Phone Booth came out, that were all kind of I doing the same thing. I fucking love Phone Booth, my man. No, Phone Booth is one of my Ugh. tops. It's so good. Colin Dude, Farrell. Did you see Cellular? Uh, it sounds familiar. That's my movie. That's Chris Evans and Kim Basinger. And I think about Ooh. that movie all the time. So maybe I'll watch that one next. I don't recognize the cover. I can't find it anywhere. I've been trying to show Taylor that movie for years and my Damn. DVD is packed away somewhere. So Ugh. I don't have it. But cellular Kim Basinger gets trapped in her attic and she calls 911 on some landline up there. Mm. Oh, no. She just like dials a random number and it's Chris Evans. Just some okay. random dude. Right. And he's all like, this is fake. And then he's like, maybe it wasn't. So he does star 69, calls her back. Remember star 69? Oh, my God. Yeah. And then the whole movie is him trying to stay on the phone because he's like, maybe I believe you. And he's like trying to find some random person. He is just a dude. And somebody has happened to call him with this problem. He's not any cop. He's not a 911 person. He's just See, I kind of like that a person that got called and he tried to help out his fellow man. You know, that's cool. That movie's so fucking solid, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's called The Call. 
and basically a little girl's in a in like the trunk of a car oh and they call 911 and she's like do anything you can to give me clues and then like tries to find her i like that but that's not a bottle movie which sucks because like you know she actually like, leaves the office and goes to find the girl and like you're with the girl on the call as well okay so that's why i kind of like yours because it's it's all yeah. pulled in you know dude the girl it's that so calls good. her is abigail breslin oh, of course it oh was. man that's a good movie too 911 movies are legit guys <laughs> they are <laughs> like the whole the job of 911 operator is so yeah bad i could never i could never my cousin does that oh my god she hates it <laughs> i can imagine like that you d- you never have a good day at work you know oh yeah there's not a single time where you just like the worst call you get is a butt dial <laughs> yeah okay but yeah I'm sold. the guilty go I'm check sold. it out uh i would like to end with one bit of news that i think you might find interesting you may want to talk about it you may just want to take it as it is and we sail off into the sunset we'll see what you okay think. did you hear that best buy is no longer going to sell blu-rays i heard this only because you told me <laughs> but i didn't tell you why that's why, yeah, tell me why. i kept I you a secret why the reason why the ceo of best buy is blaming taylor swift what (laughs) what hold on (laughs) yep because of taylor swift no more blu-rays in the store it's all her fault that's the sole reason everybody fucking loves to blame taylor swift but do you know why tell me why because i thought i thought she meant her as the person but she doesn't mean her as a person okay she says we're gonna stop selling blu-rays because we live in a world now where the younger generation would rather spend a thousand dollars on Taylor Swift tickets to get an experience <laughs> than buy anything like that. So apparently Gen Z prefers experiences over material items. So show Therefore, the movie in theaters again. Fucking dare you. Well, yeah, but like that's why they're not going to sell movies because apparently Gen Z is not amassing material items. They are spending all their money on experiences and intangible things because you know what possessions don't matter and we're not going to be here for long we're here for a good time (laughs) that's true but i want my i want my possessions i want my material things i want 19 inches of venom (laughs) that is the experience (laughs) for me you know so i've been bringing it up to people at work and they were like oh yeah so i talked to somebody at work and they're like yeah my um my niece like she refuses to buy things. She only wants to spend money on things to experience. And that's it. See, I so like it is a shift in mentality in generations. And the CEO is saying Taylor Swift is proving they'd rather drop a thousand dollars today for one night at this concert than $20 on a movie to own forever. That doesn't mean anything to them, but that one night does. I don't think that's true across the generation. I think that's a big generalization. That it is. Best Buy is just making an excuse, you know? Because my rebuttal is, but you're going to tell me none of those people bought, let's say, merchandise at that show? To yeah, you want a cement, to remember your time. To cement that experience. Yeah. Like, I have 19 inches of venom because when I will look at this eventually, I will remember <laughs> things about the experience surrounding it. Yeah. It's not... N- that i i value this resin or this paint 
or the material that's in it. It is the thing that it represents, the experience. It's a keepsake. That's what the materials are for me. That's what a fucking Blu-ray is. That's why you go buy a steelbook. Because you're like, this is a great movie. I would love to have a piece of art to remember that this movie is fantastic and to be able to watch it whenever I fucking want. I think they're mixing up like boomer hoarder mentality where they do just have things Mm. simply to have things. Yeah. And that is different than as you just said, because I thought of that same example. Well, I'm remembering this movie. Mm -hmm. I bought malignant because I can't forget the time I saw her fucking rip her head backwards and murder these people. (laughs) The experience. That's not the same thing as having 10 copies of one newspaper and saying like, you never know when you'll need it. Yeah. That's a different idea of material possession stuff. You know what I mean? I don't like the fact that corporations can just like take an idea and be like, we're going to stop doing this thing that is widely popular. Like people collect Blu-rays because they're collectible. Like you sell steel books. Those are specifically a collectible item. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to stop doing it because Gen Z is bad. We just fucking hate them. And then of course you got a name drop. Taylor Swift as well because yeah and when fuck I feminism when I it. when I saw the news article for that I was like boy howdy I can't wait to read what Taylor Swift did to cause Blu-rays to stop existing was that the headline too like Best Buy says yes. Taylor Swift sucks and we're gonna stop my god <laughs> so it was it was a what do you call it when like the headline is like intentionally inflammatory or whatever is it click yeah I well i guess what we call it on the internet but like in journalism when it's on the page what did you call it's it the hot sheets i thought uh, it had yellow a journalism no because i thought yellow was when it's like propaganda kind of and they like skew kind of like fox news shit like we're Maybe gonna skew uh, you this way yeah i don't know a smear campaign i have no idea see we used to know this guys we, we used, used to, to be know. in the know we one went day. to uil for journalism <laughs> and we forgot it all <laughs> but so it was definitely like a clickbaity title, but it wasn't wrong. They are blaming Taylor Swift, but in that she was the example of the actual thing they're quitting it for, for the re the real reason, but she's the example. Yeah. So, so, so it wasn't even her. And I was like, Oh cool. Cause I was like, how can you say this one person is making Blu-rays go away? Right. I was like, what is she, what could she possibly be doing? And basically they're saying she's so famous blu-rays can't exist gosh <laughs> so what a stupid correlation yeah. that's why makes me so mad i'm shocked that they're dropping blu-ray so they're they're gonna stop doing steelbooks entirely yep so, so the only like physical media giant left is what walmart walmart and then there are like so well and and then your boutique labels because they sell yeah. direct but they're more expensive <gasps> yeah which is why i don't like happen? it you know What's going to happen if Walmart stops selling physical media? But that's the thing. They're doubling down on it. Like, they have been over the course of the last few years saying, like, oh, no, we're making that a bigger presence. They're going to stop selling physical games in 2024. Walmart? Yeah. I just looked this up because I was like, surely Walmart's going to keep... Dumb of them because they always sell them for cheaper. So I always go there. (sighs) Yeah. But I also go to Best Buy for movies, so I guess my dollars aren't enough. They mean nothing. We're just careening toward a lack of ownership in anything anymore. Yeah, they don't want you to own anything. Yeah. You shouldn't own a goddamn thing, Kelsey. You should just rent it from us 
get your little bit of time, and then have nothing. Yeah, that sucks. But anyway, I just I just wanted to tell you the fact that they were like, it's Taylor Swift's fault. Um, I will end on this, though. We are seeing the Eras Tour next week, though. Oh, I'm so excited for you. I've been hearing that theaters are just like mad hopping. Like they're not sitting okay. down for it. They're standing, singing, shouting, crying, throwing right. up. So let's get into this before I go on my merry way. Okay. There's the TikToks about them doing the like ring around the rosy fucking dance circle thing. Have you seen that shit? I have not seen that. <laughs> oh, dude. They're holding hands in a circle like flower power style, right? Like old <laughs> okay. 60s shit. Dancing in a circle at the bottom of the theater during the credits, right? Well, that sounds awesome. And I've been seeing it everywhere. Now, I don't have a problem with it. My problem with it is I need to understand why. I don't know why. (laughs) Is it about a certain song? Is it a thing that happens at concerts? Like, what's the correlation between this action and this movie on the screen? Maybe it's just embracing our girlhood. No. And kind of. Okay. Are you ready to go <laughs> wild with me on this? Yeah, I am. Because, again, Robert Deep Research needing to understand the things he's coming across. Okay? Okay. I can't figure it out. I've heard theories, and I've asked everybody I fucking know. So I'm going to ask you real quick. Ask me. What's your Taylor Swift knowledge? I mean, I love all of her songs, and she likes the number 13. So a 4 out of 10. Cool. Because everybody just fucking knows her music, but they don't know, like, her or, like, the rituals around her or, like, staple things at concerts. Like, I need, I need a Swifty. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not on that level. (laughs) Like, that's what I need. And everyone I know is like, eh, like two, maybe a three. And then, and then I've heard the same thing. Well, I know all the lyrics to the songs, but I don't know shit about her as a human. Well, guess what? That's not what I need. I need why these girls are dancing in a circle at the bottom of a movie theater. Maybe it's a summoning circle. They're trying to like fucking get Taylor out of there. So here's what I've found out. Basically, I have no concrete reason, but I have several extremely strong theories. Okay. (laughs) One, there is a song called Ring Around the Rosie that she has. All right. It plays at the end of the movie, I think. Is that potentially would be a why solid reason to get up and doing around the rosy at the end of the movie. That's fine, but then it went way harder, and I was like, "I believe this one." Apparently, Swifties, please, if this is wrong, tell me because I need to understand. Swifties, right in. But apparently, when Midsummer came out, oh my God, what? <laughs> when Midsummer came out, she put out a picture of her in a bear coat. Or something. Okay. And somehow she and Midsummer became very intertwined. And all the Swifties massively ran out and saw Midsummer promoting a lot of its success. All right. So apparently Weird. Swifties and Midsummer very interlocked. Huh. Therefore, they do the ending Midsummer dance at the end of the movie. Oh my god. Now, that is a very far-fetched one, but it is my favorite theory thus far. It's very good. Because I keep seeing people go, it's like they're in a cult or something. And then I was like, is that an inside joke to what they're actually doing? Is it an inside joke to the Midsummer cult thing? Or are you just guys just being mean that they're 
like cult people because, you know, that's the easy jab, right? Yeah. So, I'm going, and I swear to God, if these girls get up and they get in that circle down there, mm-hmm. I am locking hand in hand with these women. And then Hell I'm going to yeah. say, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Can you explain this? And I'm going to get the full deets from them there. Wonderful. Perfect. I'm fully expecting a Passion of the Christ version of an experience at this theater, okay? <laughs> I hope you get that. I hope it's not some dry-ass theater. I hope so. But, uh, so yeah. I am I am seeing it because I have to do the deep journalism on what's the ring around the rosy thing. I'll, I'll, I'll send you TikToks of it so you can be like, oh shit, that's really happening. Okay. That's real. I'm excited for you. So with that... I don't know any Taylor Swift puns, man. You ready to ring around the rosy? Yeah, that's the easy one. But okay. yeah. You ready to not ever give his red scarf back? <laughs> ever? Yeah. If you love this episode, please tell a friend, because word of mouth is the best way we can get the good Yimtope into brand new ears we release weekly every single Monday. That is the Yimtope guarantee. Stamp it on everything, because it's stamped all over every Yimtope episode. If you want to talk to us, catch on a... Catch us... Catch on us. Catch on us over at X. Let us know if you know what's up with the whole Taylor Swift ring around the rosy thing at the bottom of movie theaters. I got to know. Did you see Malignant? Did you think that movie was dope? Because it was. Are you watching Ahsoka? Is it just the best Star Wars shit you've seen? Are you enjoying that shit? And also, are you a Vizzy Pop? Vivzy Pop? Like, longtime fan? Because I found out Mary's been into her since day one. Ah, there you go. I was trying to tell her about it. She's like, I know everything about this. <laughs> okay. And I was like, cool. <laughs> teach me some more stuff because I am all about it now, too. Also, don't forget to look out next week for the pre-ramble. We're doing Mario Wonder music because it's so good. And if X is not quick enough to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us through the Discord. If you hop in the Patreon, just a low $2 amount gets you right in there. We are hopping all the time. If you hop in right now, you'll see all my Spider-Man stuff that's going on, which is spiraling into an out-of-control chat. It's been a mess in there, guys. It has. Trust me, you want to be in on it. Because I have no shame and I allow all this to happen. <laughs> uh, again, thank you all for being here. We love you guys so, so much. Whether you're new to the show or you're a longtime patron... We love all of you guys so much, especially our patrons. You are the lifeblood, the thing that gets us pumped to come in here and get in front of these microphones. We just love each and every one of you so, so much. Don't forget our theme song is The Grimmie Blows the Horn by Faraj. Check him out on YouTube. Give him the listens, the clicks, the likes, the love. And as always, thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Is there a twist better than Malignant? One more important sound we wanted you to hear. Are you ready to shake it off? Is is <laughs> let's is, get out of here. Is this our ender? It's just us being like, are you ready to Tim McGraw? Okay. Alright. Alright. You've had enough. <laughs> are you ready to Romeo and Juliet this? 
<laughs> Your references are so old. I don't know anything about her. <laughs> you gotta listen to at least a new CD. Just get one, one new one under the belt. Let me see if I can bring up one, because Taylor listens to her all the time. Hang on. Are you ready? To be fair, I'm fucking blanking too. <laughs> two. Are you ready to... Robert is rubbing his forehead and his eyes are bugging out of his skull I only right know... I, I only know, like, are you... I don't want to have bad blood with you, though. No. Yeah, that's that's all I got. I know nothing else, man. I got bad blood. Shake it off. That's it. What's the deal with 13? That's just her favorite number. It's her lucky oh, number. Okay. She, like, used to write it on her hand at concerts. And oh, it, I, I she was born that. on the 13th. And it's a whole okay. thing. Maybe someone will teach me that when I'm at the T-Swift movie. I don't think so, but try. <laughs> I'm just going to find the, the girl that looks the most Swiftish and just be like, hey, teach me stuff. Tell me everything. I want to know. Maybe I have to paint my nails first so I don't seem as threatening. Because oh, yeah. I'm going to look paint real weird just walking in there. Yeah. But, hey, will you teach me Swift stuff? <laughs> Tell me about Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I'm done. Okay.